Hey, it's Brent here with AntiochSpeaks.com. I uh, just wanted to welcome you back. I'm glad you're tuning in again to this podcast. Um, and, you know, I want to invite you to our website. It's AntiochSpeaks.com. And on the w- website, you can find different content, things that are coming up. Uh, and there's a GoFundMe link. Uh, the reason I'm pointing this out is because we do need equipment. We're, we're working on monthly fees, and we have all kinds of different expenses. So if you could help support us by throwing a couple of five bucks at the GoFundMe, that would be wonderful, and we would be grateful. Um, but we're going to get started today with Season 2, I Said What I Said. Uh, if you don't want to support us financially, you can click uh, subscribe, like, you can interact, you can send us an email. Um, also, I'm going to provide provide a phone number you could actually call if you have any prayer requests or if you want to comment and have a testimony of what God is doing I actually will record these phone calls and share them on our podcast uh, thanks again for joining us and um, sit back and relax Welcome back to AntiochSpeaks.com. I present to you Trey Wilborn. Hey, guys. It's our first time. It is, yeah. I've, I'm overcoming a fear right now. So the uh, to introduce Trey is, uh, you've heard on previous episodes this season, Chelsea, that is Trey's wife. How long have you been married? Coming up on two years. And how long have you been submissive to your wife? <laughs> I'm just kidding. How long have we had since I met her? How long? Three years. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congratulations on the the wedding. You did not invite me. Nobody was invited. How'd you guys do it? Uh, we we went to a place that was um, heartfelt. We had had um, um, a couple trips there. We had our gender reveal, um, and we just we just felt led to do it. Um, on a pier, on a bridge at Ackworth Beach. That's awesome. Before yeah. before we get into our the meat and potatoes of what we're going to talk about tonight, I just want to say I think your story uh, with you and your wife is amazing. Um, well, I've you. only known you thank guys you. a few years, whatever it is, but um, I, when I met her, she wasn't married to you yet. When I met her, she wasn't a mother yet. Mm. Um, when I met her, she wasn't a business owner yet. And just to see what the Lord has done in yeah. both of you is awesome. You've been able because you you met her before meeting me, so. I, you know, you shared too that you guys had conversations of um, what she would tell you, which always just makes me smile, you know, to think she's talking like that about, yeah, about yeah. Our, our relationship to, to, to you and to sort of see that come to fruition. It's God. It's God. It is. It's he, God. He, and he orchestrated it. I, I, you say, you know, I hadn't met you yet, but I always feel like through like the extension, Brent Henson and some other guys that, you know, it's like we... It's like we uh, knew each other, but we just hadn't actually met yet. Yeah. yeah. It was um, just meant to be. It was meant to be. And now we're best friends. And yeah. you're going to watch us get into a heated argument and hate each other by the end of the episode, right? Possibly. We'll see where it goes. But. So today, Trey introduced me to a Jeff Durbin, which I'm going to throw the name all over mm. the captions because it's going to be a searchable because this Jeff Durbin guy is pretty popular. He's awesome. I'm a huge fan. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's get his name out there. Jeff Durbin. Yeah. The guy was cool. I, 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 we only watched like five or six minutes of a video, but he's got a lot of content. His delivery, the way he was, it, it looked good. Um, the, 
we've had a lot of topics and um you're a huge fan of the show the chosen i know that you like the chosen a lot of people like the chosen i take out the word huge I'm a fan. Just a fan. I'm fan. a fan. So the whole idea that the actor who plays Jesus is what Jesus really looks like, or uh, Dallas Jenkins is gospel. You, you're not that big of a fan. Like you're not in worship mode. No. no. Okay. But it's a great show. And yeah. yeah. Good show. So you've seen the news on uh, the chosen and some of the ideas that the LDS is contributing. Mm-hmm. So you know, and this is kind of our topic, right? The Jeff right. Durbin podcast we watched or, or video what I, I don't know what that was but seemed to be focused on mormonism yeah joseph um, smith and he's got he's got a he's got quite a few that um you know target the mormons the the jehovah's witnesses um different atheists i mean the man will, will go out and debate and show truth and facts and um get screamed at and hate it on and just keep us cool and stay there in a very loving way and present these truths. Um, so yeah, the one we watched on Mormonism, he, um, is able to bring to light that, 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 that this, um, religious group of people, uh, who, who claim or just don't know, ignorantly don't know that they're, they're worshiping the wrong Jesus. Okay, so and that just takes us all the way to a segue. But uh-huh. to, to begin, from my background with Mormonism, when I was first introduced to the religion as an idea of Mormon was with the election of Mitt Romney. He was mm-hmm. running against Barack Obama, and Mitt Romney is a well-known Mormon. His whole family is Mormon. Mm-hmm. And during that, they used it, right? The Democrats and Obama campaign used it against Mitt Romney uh, as, you know, he can't be a Republican conservative candidate because mm-hmm. he's a Mormon mm-hmm. um, and the the evangelical voter kind of backed it and said it's the same Jesus he believes in Jesus just like we do mm-hmm. um, and that was my introduction to Mormon what, what was the first time you had heard of this religion or got like wind that it was have, has Mormons ever knocked on your door no they haven't actually I've never I know no Mormons have ever tried to um, present the book of mormonism to me or who joseph smith was um (laughs) honestly probably the episode of south park because it's an older episode yeah (laughs) yeah and um you know i mean i guess just like with many of the other different um you can get it mixed in with different um denominations of of christ um you really just don't do your research. You you would assume and think like, oh, okay, that's just another domination of, of Jesus. Yeah, just, just like do things differently. We've got you know the uh, Baptists, we have the Presbyterians, right. we got the Methodists, we've got the Mormon, we got the Jehovah Witness, we got the Pentecostal. Right. That's, that's what you would think. Yeah, when you um, first get introduced to it. But understanding like the facts and the whys and and um, being able to make that claim came from really i guess the the durbin videos jeff durbin videos it was like just that part we watched got me excited so after the mitt romney thing for me then i had uh, two mormon boys knocked on my door i lived in an apartment complex on bell's ferry in in ackworth and they knocked on my door and i invited them in and we you know we sat for almost an hour that day just kind of talking about jesus and the birth of christ and um 
hell. They, I, I think one of the things Mormons like to lead with is hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, in that hour, I learned that they have a very inclusive, inclusive view of hell, which is actually different than the Jehovah Witness. Like Jehovah Witness believe like 144,000 from each church are going to heaven. Mm-hmm. So that kind of excludes everyone else. Mm-hmm. which is billions of us on the planet now. Yeah. There's been billions, <laughs> you know, well, hundreds of generations, yeah. billions at a time. You know, I, there's only, you know, mm. you know, a million people going, <laughs> so, you know, so, but with the Mormons, you know, they, they were telling me there's different levels, which I think somewhat in scripture, you learn that, that God's in the, uh, a third heaven. It's kind of what it says. But the idea of these four levels of heaven for the Mormons is everyone's going. Even if you don't believe you're going, which is it's nice to feel that way about a, a family member or a friend that you don't you're not sure of right. has passed away. It'd be nice yeah. to know that they're at least in the fourth heaven mm. and they're learning about Christ. Um, but they continue to come over every week. So on the third visit, so within the third hour of the third visit, I brought up polygamy. Have you ever heard of Mormonism and polygamy? I have through the reality show um sister wives <laughs> okay sister yeah. wives was, yeah. was that on hbo was uh, that? i'd have to ask my wife and that was a mormon family it was yeah yeah and that was sorry chelsea if you're listening and a bunch of wives like i've never seen sister wives but well, i'll tell you i'll tell you what I I, i'll give you a, i'll give you a very very quick um we'll say we'll say happy ending to the story um it, because this this reality show goes on for over a decade, maybe maybe two. Um, you know, I started to sort of uh, you know jump in and watch some older episodes. I'm like, wow, these episodes are old. You could you could just tell. And and he, he's got three wives at the time. And then you know it starts to introduce you know the fourth wife he's bringing in. And, okay, let's and uh, hold kids. it. So when the first episode of the, the pilot episode, he has three wives. I don't know if I saw the. Well, the yeah, the begin- okay. from the, the, beginning, the beginning of the show, he has three. Do they live in Utah? Where, where do they live? Yes. Okay. Question mark. Yeah, it's a it's a huge I think so, yeah. state. Okay. So even yeah, even as um, you get to the newer episodes, or as of even recently, um, like they still got it going on. It's got to be coming to an end soon because these women have left him. Like clearly, once all the kids were gone, um, which there's maybe thirty of them between the. Three 30 wives. children. Yeah, a lot. Three he's, he's had yeah, a lot of they kids. They don't believe in birth control or something. Mormons, yeah. okay. And, um, you know, I think that that, that kept him... Because there's just no way. I mean, it's hard enough to... Um, for one wife, to have one wife, to have one husband and, and work through those challenges. And, you know, I mean, look at the divorce rate. So, you know, if I if you're going to add on two more, right? So, so you would have a hard time juggling more than one wife. Oh, my goodness. But you're a submissive husband. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Just submit, man. More, more of a Mormon. Life is easier. A, 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 a Mormon manly husband can handle more than one wife is okay. all I'm trying to say. Well, <laughs> Just kidding. So, yeah, you know, 30, I, the way I imagine saw, 30 kids. Okay, so imagine, if you will, you have a young, you're in a young marriage. You're two years in a marriage, um, and it's just you and one wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to uh, propel a religion. If you were to marry two more wives and have 30 kids and teach them all that religion, mm. I mean, he's got 30 Mormon children. Basically. They, 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 they yeah, they're being intentional about that. 
They know I think that, so. hey, you know, if we can't go convince the evangelist Christians, you know, even if we just get a few every once in a while, like, well, we just got to have a lot of kids and, and, and bring a lot of people into this world, and that's all that they know. This, so Mormonism. you just brought up another thing that was so, it's, it, it's what I, and, and I brought this up to these two young guys that were coming to my apartment back then, is their target is not like the Christian missionaries you see mm-hmm. who go to the lost, they go to the homeless, they go to uh, impoverished people. Because they, they couldn't change atheists. their mind, right? I don't know. I, I don't know why it is, but it, it appears that the Mormons target are evangelical Christians. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like they're going after lost people and converting them mm-hmm. to Mormonism. They're mm-hmm. going after already Christians mm-hmm. and converting them to Mormonism. It, it, you know, it looks like that's the target is already believers because mm-hmm. why, you know, you're going to uh, a pretty much 80% range of Christians. That's yeah. you're not, you're not knocking on doors of people who are majority non-believers. You're right. knocking on the doors of majority churchgoers. Yeah. Um, and claiming it's the same Jesus that you're opening. Mm-hmm. It's the same Jesus and no one's going to hell. It's such a great it sounds so point. much better. Doesn't yeah, it? Right? It's I so mean, loving it's, and inclusive yeah, and wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff Durbin. This was good. He, so he was at like a Mormon convention. I, what was that? There was like a screen in the background. Did you see all that? He seems to set up no matter where, you know, he'll go in front of abortion clinics. Um, he, he, he's pretty fearless. Yeah, it's, it uh, probably was. So he set up right like outside. a Mormon convention and, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was at the end of it. And as people were leaving, he was stopping them saying, this is what was presented in your convention. This is what some of your stuff says. And, and this I never knew about this before. Um, but he was talking to a Mormon couple. The guy evidently knew more about the religion than the female did in the, in the couple. And the guy started to tell Jeff Durbin, you know how you have different translations of the Bible? Mm. You have King James, NLT, NIV, all these different translations. And Jeff Durbin agreed, and I'm sure you and I would agree. We have all these different translations. Do you have a favorite translation of the Holy Bible? <sighs> Not, not really a favorite. I mean, I, I, I do, um, I do like the, the newer, like the NLT. The NLT, NLT that's yeah. my, my yeah. NLT is my go-to. Um, yeah. Logan, my roommate, he loves the King James. He always goes to that one. Mm. And then I love the Amplified when I'm trying to make a point. Mm. If I'm trying to get, you know, to, to show you like, this is kind of what Paul meant when he said sorcery yeah. or, you, you know, because yeah. there's, there's areas where Paul goes the works of the flesh and then flies through them real quick. Mm-hmm. And if you don't open them up and, and dig into them, you can miss some of the points. So I like to amplify it for things like that, you know? Yeah, I agree. I like to mix it up a little bit because you're, you know, with some translations you need to, you need to, you know, read the older sort of, yeah. you know, the, version to, and, and then there's just words that, our, our deeper, deeper meaning. Yeah. You know, that but I don't like reading the Amplified if I'm trying to read like the Old Testament because mm-hmm. then it just makes it real wordy, mm-hmm. something that's already wordy. Like yeah. I, you just want to yeah. not read the Amplified if you're, you know. Right. But so when the, when this young man convinces Jeff Durbin, you know, yeah, you have different translations and Jeff Durbin agrees, then the young man says, that's what the Book of Mormon is. So I have one. I have a Book of Mormon with me and it says on the front another translation of Jesus Christ. Or another, yeah, another testament of Jesus Christ. How do you feel about that? If I, if I present a book, just where you are currently in your Christian walk, if I present to you a book and I said, this is the book of, 
Achman Nibijad. <laughs> and on the front, it says another testament of Jesus Christ. How do you, how would that, how do you feel about it? I'd be very skeptical. Why is this not in my Bible and all the billions of other Bibles printed out? And like, where'd this it, come from? What is, like, yeah, what's going what on mean? here? I mean, I'm not, I go to church and this isn't being presented. So let me find out more of what's in there that makes you make that claim. And why do you believe that? So yeah, our first, the first thing we tell you is the same Jesus. Second thing we tell you is your atheist cousin who died is in heaven. Don't worry about that. It makes you feel good. Third thing is, here's another book of the Bible, uh, just like all your other translations. Um, I do remember, for some reason, I've always remembered that John writes in the Revelation, do not add another testament to this mm. book, and do not take, you know, anybody who does is cursed, right? I remember That's pretty that. pretty important. Yeah, I remember that part, so it kind of it kind of freaked me out about the, the Mormon thing. Then what Jeff Durbin does is he pulls out something called journal of discourse have you ever heard of that before you and i watched this podcast from the journal of discourse so i've heard things and now i've flipped through the book of mormon a lot Mm -hmm. a lot i mean i've been up and down i um things i learned about the book of mormon is in the front joseph smith uses witnesses to give validity to his story but the witnesses are all his family members and friends Mm -hmm. so you know, I, and then South Park teaches us, right, that Joseph Smith uh, had been involved with the Christian church, Protestants and Catholics. Mm-hmm. So he has a background of understanding. Um, so just, you know, some of the Book of Mormon for me just right away seems like it's not true, like it's made up right away. Like I, I, I right away I was like, oh, this seems so made up. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Scientology? No. Completely made up. Yeah. It's completely made well, up. I think the only bit of Scientology, because, you know, when I, beyond the South Park episode, where, they, again, they made fun of Tom Cruise and, and that <laughs> religion, it was like, South whoa, Park, is, you know. where are they going with this? And then, you know, I, I started to do research, and I can't quite remember, but it's it's out there. It's, it's definitely. It's completely made lot. up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. Well, here's the thing, too, with, like, you know, the, uh, in addition to what, what, the Book of Mormon, another translation, right? Or, or addition yeah, another to Bible, testament to right? Now, if, you, if you came to me um, and you presented this book to me and asked you, well, well, when, when, when was this written? Like, when did this happen? You told me the you know, 1800s. The yeah. 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 So the tw- what, 20th century. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 19th, 19th century. Yeah. This came about, you know, God, um, brought the the prophet joseph smith um inspired him by the holy spirit to like write this this is something you know as the years have gone along god wanted to add to the bible like you guys are doing it wrong or you know this is how it but and and you know and i flipped through this book and i realized it, it but essentially what comes to my mind is if it wasn't things that completely contradicted like the essence of the gospel like who jesus christ is claiming to be God, there's all the things that, um, you know, unbelief in the triune God. Um, I mean, what else, what else did we hear? You know, the different, uh, levels of, of heaven and your works is as long as you keep going and knocking doors and, and still the entire, you know, your entire life, you're 
just working your, your, your tail off to try and earn this salvation until the day you die, you still don't know if you're being saved and yeah. in, in the way the Mormons believe. Um, that'd give me a lot of anxiety. Any, so I say all that to say, I saw a twinkle in one of the uh, young guys eyes, me and uh, the, my roommate at the time both said, you know, Jesus is, you know, forgiving and merciful and the only way to heaven. And, you know, we were, you know, we were talking about how the third and fourth, the first and second heavens, God's not there. And the Mormon belief, the first and seven he- second heavens are not hell, at least, but God's not there. And we pulled out the scripture where it sounds like any absence of the presence of God is hell. Mm. Like, it, it, it seems like in the Holy Bible, like, if God's not with you, you're in hell. I mean, it's tormenting, it's gnashing of teeth, it's terrible. So we were doing this, and we saw a twinkle in this 18-year-old's eye. And uh, for, for about two weeks, they didn't come back over to the apartment. And then the one who was, there was one that was maybe 20, and a new guy showed up. And I'm not, I have no proof or evidence, but it just seems like they recirculated the young man that we started to get through mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people bring up brainwashing when they talk about Christians. They bring up cults when they talk about Christians. And the brainwashing idea is to eliminate any outside information so that only the doctrine you're trying to teach gets in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Christians are so open. Like we, we, we let you, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to get in, we're just telling you that Jesus is the only way. We're not locking out all of other information. We don't try to stop other information from coming in. So I found I always found that weird that the Church of the Latter-day Saints may attempt to stop other information from coming into these small-knit groups of the Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, until they've got you, right? Yeah. Until they've reeled you in. Right. And the minute you start asking questions, yeah. then they, they, you know, basically maybe there's the other thing. These, these boys are, are you know, so I've, I've talked to six total now of these guys. They're, they're, they come here, you know, they're missionaries from Utah often in Texas, and they come to other states like Georgia, North Carolina, Alabama, Louisiana. Again, it just seems like the target is evangelical Christians. Yeah. Well, even look at the video, the short video we watched that, you know, Jeff was the one who had to inform, you know, the Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. Look at here. Right? This is this is photocopies. This, photo is, your, copies this of, is your journal of discourse, and he named the authors, which I cannot think these guys. Orland something. Yeah. And I, the other one yeah. I've heard before too, and I can't think of but it he, now. But he 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 reels them in by you know asking these questions. You know, this isn't in the Bible, correct? He yeah. Says, the no, guy it's was, not like, in he the was Bible. like, no, it's not in the Bible. Of at all. And he not. says, you know, he tells them. The Mormon doctrine is God had physical sex with Mary. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the, the Mormon guy who's talking to is like, no, that doesn't, it's not in the Bible anywhere. And he's like, no, it's not. But it is in your Mormon doctrine. It right. is something, you know, that your Mormon religion is teaching. And these guys are just taken aback. Mm. Is it not absurd yeah. to think God had physical sex? It doesn't say that in scripture anywhere. No, no, not at all. And, uh. <laughs> you know, I had, I had, I had, I had this debate with somebody at, at work and, um, he told me, he said, nowhere in the Bible does it, does Jesus make the claim of being God? And I said, well, yeah, here, let's yeah. go to the scripture. And as you, you go to John one and he says, you know, I'm the beginning, I'm the end, you know, yeah, and that, I am, I, I am. am. If and you've seen me, you've seen my father. 
Yeah. There's no other way. I yeah. mean, Jesus literally says, I am the only way. Right. You, I mean, he, um, he, that's, you know, you got to believe on Jesus. Right. To get to heaven. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you and I got in an offset conversation about that. Um, the, the last thing I want to say is the Joseph Smith, the Journal of Discourse, and I encourage anybody to check this out because to say that the Mormon Jesus is the same Jesus that evangelicals believe, if you go into these journals of discourse um, published in the 1800s, Joseph Smith's writing and a couple other teachers, you're going to find that it is not the same. This religion has been made up. They are exploiting the Jesus uh, figure to try to attract you to it. Mm. Um, and I find that dangerous. I voted for Mitt Romney then, and I overlooked the Mormon thing, thinking it's the same Jesus. But today, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd vote for a Mormon candidate today. I, I kind of associate it, like I said, Scientology, Mormon is just as fake. But I also associate, like, the Muslims kind of discredit Jesus. They make him a rabbi and a prophet, but not God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to be educated on spiritual things from a Muslim. It, it, we just I believe Jesus is God. And if you're not going to call him God, then... I don't want to be educated by someone who doesn't give him the reverence. You know, Deepak, Dr. Deepak Chopra, he doesn't believe Jesus was is God, you mm-hmm. know? Right. So I don't want to get into Hinduism and Buddhism. But you know what? With Judaism and, and, and uh, Muslims, at least they're in the Bible. You know, Ishmael is where Muslims come from. Judaism, obviously, Moses is God. So the original God is the great I Am that Moses wrote about. Those, you know, but I don't want to get wrapped up into something that has this gray area mm. right about heaven or gray area about god right 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 uh, and i hope that this encourages anybody listening to at least be on your guard if the mormons are involved if the mormons are involved just be on guard about the belief system um and check out jeff durbin and and you and i can yeah podcast i know on more I, yeah. of those you know, I want to like watch more of him too because I, you know, me and Chelsea were at the park the other day, and Chelsea said, "Hey, look, there's a couple Mormons, you know, and just young, really young kids, maybe 15, 16, um, you know, just walking through." And and I felt, you know, I just I really felt in my heart, my spirit, like like I want to reach out to them. I want to go up to yeah. them and say, "Hey, listen here, you know," because. They, they probably just don't know. But, you know, it's that's, again, they disarm you, Trey, when you come up to talk to them because they say, yeah, we believe in the yeah, same yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's the same Jesus. It's the same Jesus. You know, cross, resurrection, death, all that. Yeah, yeah. Virgin Mary. Right. Had sex with God. That's wild to me. I, I, Jeff Durbin illuminated that to me. I, I didn't know that the Mormons believed that. Yeah. And this journal of discourse now, I'm going to check it out and... and Another cool thing I, I watched too, I found a couple of videos on um, just Mormons, uh, um, ex-Mormons testimonies who have sort of lived out that, that religion and um, came out of it, you know. Um, some came to Jesus, but most came to Christian to a, yeah, to the yeah. We, the, um, Have you ever the seen one the show true where God. people are coming out of Scientology? It's kind of the same thing. No, this no. was. I, I know it's off topic, but this was absurd. In Scientology, when you misbehave, you live on these like Scientology 
places. Like, it's where you live, right? And you and you do your missionary work. You move around. They separate you from your kids. And I want to get into that in a second. That's going to be on the same topic. Um, if you misbehave, they put you in like a define like a, a a confinement place, like a like a detention center. And one of the guards there who had come out of Scientology was talking and said, it's crazy because these people are not held by any actual law. They're, they don't have to stay here, but mm-hmm. they do in participation with the Scientology belief. It, it was, it, 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 it's it just, so wild. I mean, it, if there's anything that just, you know, screams like, hey, this is just some worldly following, like, you know, I mean, what? I, it's it's wild. I don't know enough about Scientology, but it to some degree, you know, what's your foundation? What, you know, what what's your you know claim to God or the afterlife or you know, it just it's just it's yeah, wild. Just it's like wild. Some life, of the yeah. religions and, and things that. Just to tie it back in, have you seen Preaching Evil on Netflix? No. This was a Mormon character, this guy um, in Utah, uh, Church of Latter-day Saints. And his uh, dad was, when he was born, his dad was a seer or something like that. And he had multiple wives already, like six, I think, when this young man was born. And he had older brothers. And as his father got older, he became kind of the right hand to his dad, even over his older brothers. Like his dad favored him. So he started marrying his dad to a bunch of wives. So when he was like retired age, he had seven wives. But by the time his dad died, he had 35 wives to which this boy took them. So when his dad died, I have seen that. Yeah, he took the wives. I have seen that. And then it just gets real. And it's a true story. Yeah. And it gets so dark because of the pedophile Mm. factor to it, right? Mm -hmm. And it gets so like. But some of the things this man said to them about sex and heaven Mm -hmm. was so weird to me. Um, And I know we don't want to think that every Mormon we meet is going to end up on that radical of a curve. Yeah. But this, you start in this gray it's the same Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone goes to heaven and you end somewhere between that and that dark place with this. With I guess we watching that thinking to myself, like, you know, how obvious this spirit of like lust and just, you know, how it was manipulative, gro- yeah. you know, this, uh, you know, uh, you, you open, you open up the idea of, um, especially, being like the head of what was going on there and like i can take on as many wives and these women talk about brainwashed and 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 he was telling these women that it was making him a god and making them see and even after he had gotten caught and the things he had done they still like followed him into the and were just listening to him talk through the glass oh yeah his one like his first or second wife was saying that he never had done any of the things he was being accused of when there was like a 14 year old with a two-year-old kid with his dna i mean the evidence is it's blatant like i don't know how you're denying it but what was um what is so truly like amazing to me about all of it is the how you just get roped in you just get roped into it if you're not on guard if you're not reading Mm. your bible you get roped in Mm. um and i challenge you you know if you're listening to this whole thing we're not we're not bashing mormons i know you have a heart for the mormons i know that you you saw those two young guys and you you know hope because we're talking about you know Mm. jesus jesus is the only way we believe in hell and if you don't believe in jesus 
you're going to hell. And I, you know, I see it in your eyes. Like you're like, okay, I have a heart for these young men that are, that are Mormon or Mormon believers. You know, we're not trying to bash, you know, the Mormon believers. No, no not at all. Um, yeah. And they're, you know, I think because it, 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 it is such a, and I, I have a heart for all of the religions that are just, just, I mean, Mormonism is just off and, and they think that again, that, that it, it's, it's the same Jesus and I'm okay. Yeah, and, and, and I don't that, know. That's and what so we're, tra- we're trying to, to it is, is where raise awareness. It's yeah, not it's the I same think. Jesus was not born of sex between God and Mary. That's not yeah. the same. Je- the same Jesus is not Satan's brother. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. The same heaven is not all inclusive to everybody. Right. Like we're, it's not the same religion. We're just trying to say, if you've been told that Mormonism is the same, mm-hmm. it's not accurate. Right. You know. Because if you're willing to put that much effort behind, you know, that much that that much like works behind your faith. You've got something there. You're look, you're searching for something spiritual. You know, it matters to you. God matters to you. The afterlife. Amen. Yeah. Um, you know, more so than a lot of the lukewarm Christians. They yeah. do know the real Jesus, right? So it's it's there. The hunger's there. And it it's just you just need to be informed. You're, yeah. You're off. You've been told the wrong thing about, and yeah. about and Jesus if you're, and who he is. You know, if you're Mormon, check into this stuff. Like yeah. check into these belief systems that are um, you know, it's it, unfortunately it's a made-up religion unfortunately mm. someone got mad at me for saying that uh an atheist friend of mine said how can you just say that you believe what you believe and you're telling someone what they believe is is fake mm. and uh i'm, just, I'm like yeah I, that's exactly what is happening well here. that's why we're we're so polarizing right it's jesus is so polarizing because we don't accept any other religion we have the one true god and everybody else is wrong and that you know and again we i don't think we're saying judaism is is wrong um, I don't think we've either one of us as Christians. I think Judaism is my it's my Savior's father. Mm. You know, we believe in God yeah. the Father, who is the Judaism God. Moses mm-hmm. is God, the Great I Am. Yes, the Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that was left behind when Jesus ascended back to His Father. But um, and then it's the same with Muslims, right? We respect that there is that's from Ishmael, that's Hagar's son. Uh, it's, it's still part of Abraham's lineage. We're not calling Muslims a fake religion. We're just saying that Christ is the way, the truth, and the light. And Muslims, you know, are going to see that uh, from an opposite point of view. Right. But, um, you know. Are you ready to reel all of this Mormon talk in to, yeah. uh, so I can advocate for the chosen? Yeah, do it. You ready for that? Go ahead. Because I'm not. Quickly. On this episode, I'm not going to bash the chosen. Okay. But I do want to. Okay. And and I just said I'm not bashing Mormons. I'm not. I just well, want to clarify that Mormon is a made up religion. And I do believe that if someone was going to write uh if a Muslim was going to write on a Christian show, we would automatically reject it. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if one single line out of mm-hmm. the Quran was quoted on a Christian show, we would throw the whole show out. I know we would. Um as evangelical Christians. Um and uh, you know, so I, like I said, I'm not bashing Mormons. I, I, I love Mormons, and I want Mormons to, to see the truth, and I pray that they meet the real Jesus and, and, and the way and the truth and the light. But so I want to bash the chosen thing that just came to you, my mind, well, so the first thing that came to my mind was we, we just brought up, um, you know, we, we agreed, right, that it's, they're, just, they're just off, but in a big way, yeah. right? And these the, major yeah. extreme points we're talking about that makes it a different Jesus. 
Um, so the getting back to what you're saying, like they can agree on most of the Bible and they're trying to add in their book of Mormon and this different look. And you know, those, those are extreme. That's a kind of a big deal. Here's one thing. Mormons don't believe that there's healing going on by the power of the Holy spirit. Okay. Okay. So the chosen has healing. The Chosen also has Jesus not healing. Where at? Uh, He will not heal baby James. He he tells James why he won't heal him yet. That was it. Yeah. It's it's a Mormon belief, Trey. It's a Mormon concept. In the the scriptures, Jesus heals everyone of all their diseases. Okay, before we get started, (laughs) I just want to say that that you may be on to something, okay, in the sprinkled... You know, just mi- just little sprinkles, sprinkles throughout, of, yeah. throughout that lead to so so all, to all you chosen fans, you know, we they just um, finished showing season three. Um, I actually haven't watched the last two episodes that came out. Um, it was like can I say this back. before you, if you can hold that thought? Sure. Season episode eight and nine of season three mm-hmm. is airing in the theaters. Why do you think that is? That Why is? the whole first season mm. was free to me. The mm-hmm. whole first season was free. I could watch the whole thing free. Well, the eight and nine still free to you on your app, but maybe you want it in the luxury of the theater. Is it a way to so advertise so for more season money? Three episodes one and two, I could have watched on the app. I didn't have to watch it in the theater. No, did I have to wait longer? You did have to wait longer. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so and and I'll say this: seasons one and two. They needed the money. They need the crowdfunding. Every one of you are supporting it. Not the Latter-day Saints. The Latter-day Saints aren't the ones supporting this financially. It's you guys. Yeah. In season three, episode one and two, it grossed 10, no, uh, I think it was $107 million at the box office. Mm. And now they're putting eight and nine. They're doing it for the money. I know nobody wants to talk about let's, that. But let's, let's go to prayer right after this. There's a bunch of money in this. Pray that God is using that money for his kingdom and his, you know. Amen. It, you I mean, see it all the time. I mean, if, if if it's all going to Dallas Jenkins' pocket and he has an agenda to, because you said he's from Utah, right? He is from he Utah. He is not from Utah, okay. no. But the Latter-day Saints are, are from Utah. And they, right. they labeled Dallas Jenkins last year their favorite evangelical Christian. Do you know he's using their set in mm-hmm. Texas to shoot the show? So the Latter Day Saints are making a fortune mm. off of the show, okay. but hey, we, you know, again, so here's my, not really, not well, really, but you know, if, it is really, yes. As we're, ta- as we're talking about Mormonism and all this, and you know, you ask me, I mean, I, I was a Christian for a long time before I realized, hey, this isn't just another denomination, or these people going around that, you know, make the same mistakes and claims of of Jesus, and yeah, 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 same Jesus, um, you know. Maybe maybe Jenkins just isn't aware of that because he I, I mean, I was reading um, his response to an article, whether it was a valid source or not, that was just sort of lightly saying like, well, yeah, you know, we, we like I forget what he said exactly. But it was he, he just took it very lightly that he did have some Mormon writers that would, would jump in there. I'm glad I'm glad that you're admitting that. No, no one else wants to admit that, that he doesn't have yeah. some everyone wants to deny it entirely that it's happening. Which is the most? This is this is why I'm taking up problems with it. For one, Dallas Jenkins should have told everyone at the beginning of season one when he was hyping up the fact that it was crowdfunded and he was hyping up like. You don't know, think it was? You think the no? I, no, I'm saying why funny? not? 
why not hype up that the Latter-day Saints have been working on it with him the whole time? He hyped up that non-believing archaeologists and non-believing historians were helping. Mm. He doesn't mind saying that boldly. Jews are helping, right? And he doesn't mind saying that, but we're hiding the Mormon influence, and we're trying to downplay the Mormon influence and even outright deny that it's there for some reason, because they know. They know some of us know. They know Dallas Jenkins is aware that some of us Christians know that Mormon is not the same Jesus. Mm. Well, you know, if that's, if there's an agenda, if there's something, um, again, I, I don't know that the Latter-day Saints have been working with the, the, the Chosen and Dallas Jenkins and everyone that's yeah, creating yeah. this show for us. Um, so, you know, I, I'll say on, on, on one hand, for your argument, you, you are on to something. And I think that, you know, we've had these discussions um, multiple times and we've talked about this podcast and talking about the chosen for a while. And it seems like each time, you know, it's brought up between, you know, me and you and, and Chelsea's around and, and other people that will chime in. It seems to be something else, something extra that, that, that other sprinkled thing that's like, Oh yeah, well, you know, Jesus, didn't preach to the the Gentiles before, um, yeah, before like he, before yeah, the like, resurrection, right? Right. This is a big thing um, uh, with Mormons is that when Jesus died on the cross, that he went all over the planet, and sp- that's how Joseph Smith got golden tab- tablets. Is that Jesus was over here in Native America preaching to Indians? Yeah, and that's just not true. It, it just didn't happen. Okay, so not only is it well, that didn't go down that way in the Bible. Right. Yeah. So you can accept and sort of say, well, there was more dialogue that went along. So don't cross a boundary. Don't go against scripture. And the chosen is acceptable. It's okay. You know, you brought up something, too, that was. And I never thought about that, you know, Jesus in the conversations and sort of the the joking. I have to maybe I'd have to rewatch it to see. I I didn't notice too much that would cross a boundary there, but you you know, you said yourself that um, you thought even that's sort of dangerous for them to, to show that like it's what you call it. There was too much. If you you think about the scripture in Luke, when the disciples are arguing with each other, who's going to be greater. Mm -hmm. That was probably banter. I'm, I'm certain that Peter and, and, and Paul, I mean, I'm sorry, not Paul, but Peter and James were not arguing, you know, I'm going to be greater than you in heaven. I'm sure it was banter. I'm sure it was innocent banter, but Jesus rebuked them for that. Like Jesus stopped and was like, what are you guys talking about? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you who's going to be great. He was a very serious uh, disposition. Jesus didn't have that. Uh, human manly thing that you and I have like I, I, I that's just how I you right, know I, right. I could be wrong man maybe Jesus was laughing and giggling hoo hoo and hee hee and, and making jokes and, and, and fart jokes but I just don't think so yeah it, and that's it, a point and then you know when all this was first brought to me about because it was like season one season two can't wait for season three and then you know my, my best friend in the world Brent comes to me and starts you know, saying, I'm but, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, wow, this is the first person I met. It's opposed to the chosen and what's going on with, you know, this, um, and know, I, this, I really, this episode really took a turn and, and I would like to do like a whole podcast with you on the chosen man. Okay. Cause it's, again, not trying to bash Mormon believers and not trying no, to not bash the we chosen. Love, we love you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, but it was the, the, 
I am the law of Moses, right? That scene, they, they yeah. put it in, in the preview. Which I have so many Christian friends, evangelical friends, friends that go, well, is that wrong? Is Jesus not the law? You know, is that an incorrect statement in any way? And I don't know if that's debatable. I think we could take doctrine out and, and really debate that. You know, is Jesus the actual law of Moses or not? I don't know. But what's funny is that's an exact line from the New Testament, another testament of Jesus Christ in the Book, in the of, book Mormon. of Mormon. That's the issue. That's the issue. Is it? I, it uh, my argument is I think the Mormons might be helping them write you tell me, no, they're not. Then they put an exact line that's in the Book of Mormon in the show, right? So which we is get evidence that they are in we fact get to the, from the dialogue participating, not being in scripture. Okay, okay, acceptable. And that was a powerful scene. It really was. I mean, he, he, it was when he had you know gone back home um, to Nazareth, and um, they build it up to. You know, his rabbi, you, you could just see in his face and his emotion, and he's st making these claims of being the Messiah that has come back, you know, and he's ready to go at him. And he, I, for, oh, I forget exactly um, word for word what what Jesus's old rabbi had, had said to him, but when he said it, it, it was a mic drop, and it's going to stir up emotion in you. Yeah. But, right, if this, if, if that came, if there was intention to put that in there coming from that book, there's a little bit of an issue there. A little sprinkle, a little sprinkle. Right. Again, so dangerous gray areas. That's all. Not if you love the chosen, please don't, or do. I mean, I don't know. Can I tell you why I'm a fan? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll let's, 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 let's say something good about. Okay. The show. Right. 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 Um. It, okay. So where do I start? So. This is all for me personally for a lot of reasons. Um. As somebody who's aware of those things, I guess is a, a good way to lead this off and explain it. Um, I can, I can, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use something that uh, Stephen Pierce said, who I, I respect yeah, on Facebook, you, yeah, you, and he, I fan, think he was yeah. responding to you, saying, you know, what did he say? Um, spit out something about spitting out the bones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, eh. Like knowing, knowing Ignore the danger yeah, of false right. doctrine. Not right. a big deal. That's you not going to move you me there. I'm not going to be persuaded. To... Don't worry about the other people who it might affect. Just <laughs> so that's where I feel yeah. a little selfish to say. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, for yeah, me yeah. personally, um, because personally and intimately, um, I mean, my wife has seen me shit break, you know, shed tears. Should I be doing that in the, my closet as I uh, crack open my um, actual Bible. Yeah, read in, Luke in it. and, and get Absol the same Absolutely, yeah. I should be. Um, when, when Jesus says, I did not come here to bring peace, mm. but I came here to, defy, to, to divide brother from sister, mother from father, right? That's mm -hmm. what he says. Right, and right. He doesn't say, I am the law most. He says, yeah. I didn't come here to bring peace. I came here to mm. divide everyone. He did, yeah. Um, so... I, you know, for me, it's it's um, it's just you know we're all different learners in different ways, and and you know some of us are readers, some of us are visual learners, you know, hands on whatever. And there's just something about that show when you're watching certain scenes. So for me, again, me personally, um, to where it 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 stirs up my spirit, I'm able to to see the emotion that, you know, again. 
whether or not I should be there in my closet by myself, being led by the Spirit, as, as these words are illuminating off the page, and I feel it the same way. I just hadn't, you know, maybe I'm not there yet. Uh, and I, I will say this, too, and to, to respond to that. I'm uh, not trying to burn you at the stake for watching it or anyone else who watches mm. it with their family and talks about it all the time. Um, I've watched the Ark of the Covenant with David and everybody else, and this was filmed in the 1970s, and every character was a white American who put a bunch of paint on themselves to look <laughs> Jew. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah. be that... I don't think you are realistic with it. I'm just, I'm just uh, it's, talking yeah, it's about a red flag. Because I mean, just what, talking about a topic. If season four comes along and season five, or you know, however long he decides to, to stretch I'm this so thing out. So curious to see, man. Well, you know, if if you're listening to this, be on guard, right? Yeah, because it, if Jesus preaches the gospel to the whole world during the three days. But I have a question. This just, I just thought that you know, if if this is bringing a lot of people would argue, well, it's bringing people to Jesus and. You know, is it a victory in the show? I, that's a Whether great question, right? Intentions so are. Uh, t- Jimmy and Tammy Faye were a couple in the '80s who stole a bunch of money from TBN and the churches by, you know, preaching the gospel. Um, Ke- Kenneth Copeland, okay, uh, reaches. You know, he might reach 124,000 people uh, every time he preaches the gospel, okay. But he's got tons of money. He bought Tyler Perry's plane. Like they, they go after this man for being filthy rich off tithes and offerings and book sale, book sales. They go after Joel Osteen for the same thing, right? Now, if the argument is, well, Kenneth Copeland has brought hundreds of thousands of people mm. to a relationship with Christ over the years, but if he's if his behavior with these planes and this money and dyeing his hair gray, I mean dyeing his hair black and saying that the Holy Spirit keeps it from being gray when. He's obviously dying it, stuff like that. Misle- just misleads one person. That's the argument. Mm-hmm. If you just discourage one person. So if the chosen brings 45,000 people to a better relationship with Christ, that's so awesome. But what if 10,000 of those families' children go Mormon because, hey, man, it's the same Christ. Everyone's going to heaven. That's the question. That's the question. Yeah. Because I mean, if you discourage one person from the true gospel, false teaching yeah. that Jesus talked about, you're afraid of that. You personally have expressed to me more than once that you don't want to mislead someone. Yeah, I, I don't think. I think, you know, we're playing God in a sense to try and compare or just say, was it worth it? Because I mean, you know, those ten thousand essentially like lost souls. Um, could have came to or you know could have came to jesus in spite of um of that or, yeah um but yeah you you get on the topic of um it just, it just makes me think about the the mega churches too because you know i've had those thoughts as well like you know is joel osteen and even just such a andy very stanley we talked about way. andy stanley two days ago and he's got 33,000 members in our city that's, um, <laughs> city of Atlanta you know um, it's 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 a it's a it's a serious question to ask is the chosen doing good for non-believers and I would be hard-pressed that Taylor has watched one episode of the chosen well okay that's a good point the non-believers versus the believers that have Non-believers know it's about Jesus. I mean, they know what the chosen is. They're not going to turn it on 
voluntarily with an open heart and go, you know what, this might, yeah, you know, you've got some friends that are atheists. Are they watching The Chosen to get biblical doctrine? And no, no. <laughs> and that's <laughs> like, a, I mean, well, and you know, it's there's such a vast majority of just lukewarm Christians in this Western civilization in this country that we have. So, you know, that's a large, very large target of people who make the claim and stake. And, and, and I was one for a long time, you know, not just didn't understand and, and yeah, I believe in Jesus, whether it was my ticket to heaven. If I have to talk about anything spiritual or any afterlife stuff, Jesus is the way, but my life looked nothing like, what, what you were saying. Was, yeah. yeah, like I wasn't, didn't live like a Christian. Um, so to all of those, does this show get them out of that lukewarmness? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I will say this to, to wrap it up because we're at time. And, okay. And, um, but I'll say this. Um, if you love The Chosen and that's where you're learning about Jesus, that's awesome. But I have to encourage you to read your Bible. Like you said, mm-hmm. being alone uh, for 10, 15 minutes of your day in the, in the word with God. Um, the second part, man, is, is find a fellowship of people. Don't just sit in your house and watch a show, you know, go get into a small Bible study, go, you know, uh, they have home group at our church where that's what they discuss is the episodes of the chosen, you know, find something like that, get in fellowship with other people. Um, and I hope this inspired and provoked you to think, and ask questions about Mormonism mm-hmm. and uh, other topics. And it was nice having you, Trey. Thank you. Yeah. We didn't talk sports. We can do that too next time. Yeah. I think you did a good job. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Thank you. Um, so cool. Have a great night. Love you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed that. If you want to check in, uh, we're going to keep new episodes coming every Tuesday and Thursday at AntiochSpeaks.com. Hit the donate button. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Do all the things I need you to do to get the algorithms. Share, tell your friends, phone it in.